Welcome to the Thyroid Fixer Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Amy, and we're diving deep into the world of hormones, especially for all you fierce women in perimenopause and menopause and everyone struggling with hypothyroidism. So if you are battling weight gain, you're feeling like shedding those pounds is an impossible feat. If you're dealing with plummeting energy levels, gut-wrenching fatigue, or a libido that seems to have left town, then you're in the right place. And let's not even start on the hair loss. If these symptoms are sounding all too familiar, you have found your tribe. My goal is to educate, empower, and shake up your world. Remember, I want you to embrace every inch of that badass woman that you truly are. So if you're ready to dive in and fix things, let's go. Are you finally at your wit's end where you are tired of dealing with doctor after doctor? Maybe you've spent thousands on integrative or functional practitioners that have not helped you at all because they don't know the thyroid and hormones. They're not even testing properly. So come work with myself and my team. We prescribe to all 50 states and parts of Canada. I have you covered. I've been building this team for years so that I could help you no matter where you are. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes, book a free application call. We're going to go over your current health situation, what worked, what hasn't worked, all the things. And then we will pair you up with the right program for you where we will do it all. You will come out the other side of the program, totally optimized, getting your life back. You're going to recognize the person you see in the mirror again. Doesn't that sound absolutely amazing? Well, it might sound... Like you don't even believe it, but I promise you, I promise you, we will take good care of you. So click the link in the show notes, book a call today, and we'll be talking to you soon. Miss Sarah, as you know, I love to have patients on to tell their story of hope, to tell their story of progress, of reduction of symptoms, of improvement, of getting their life back, because your story will inspire others and give hope to others too that are on the same journey, same journey that we both we're on, have been on. And I think it's important to share struggles, to share what you've learned, just to share what your journey is. Because every time I bring someone on to share their story, I get so many emails and so many comments on social, like, that's me. She was speaking to me. I'm just saying this to you now for the first time, but I'm sure you know it. I'm still going to say it out loud. You have no idea how impactful your story can be for someone else. It can literally change their life. It can move them to take a step to the same step that you took to literally get your life back and enjoy what life is supposed to be. So I want to thank you for coming on and sharing your story even before we start talking, because I think it's important. I think it's important to let the audience know, let women everywhere, well, people, I say women because women get hit hardest with thyroid and hormone issues, but people everywhere that change is possible. So thank you, Miss Sarah, for jumping on here today. Thank you, Amy, for inviting me. I really appreciate the opportunity to be able to share my story with you and your listeners. Thank you. All right. So let's start at the beginning. Start before we started working together. Tell everyone your journey, even through thyroidectomy, the weight gain, everything. Sure. When I was 25, I had a nodule on my thyroid. So at that time, they took half of my thyroid out and I was on Synthroid only, T4 only for 25 years. So, you know, regular regular life, didn't know any different, was just doing my Synthroid every day. And uh, 25 years later, going for a checkup, I mean, there's a nodule on the other half of the thyroid that's remaining. So my practitioner said, got to take it out. 
it's going to be no big deal. You'll just take Synthroid. Everything will be fine. So December, had the other half of my thyroid taken out, a total thyroidectomy, and that's when everything went south very fast. And from December, January, February, I started having weight gain, hair falling out, no libido, dry skin, brittle nails. I was not myself. I was tired. I was exhausted. Every night I'd come home from work and I could barely just lay on the couch. So I started doing research and I kept calling my doctor and kept saying, something's not right. I would wake up with headaches every day. She kept saying, your TSH is fine. Your TSH is right where it needs to be. You're normal. Oh, good. (laughs) You're fine. And of course, I'm 54. So I was also um, having the joy of suddenly hot flashes and all of the hormonal things that go with premenopause, perimenopause as well. And so I started doing research, realizing I needed to take control of my own situation because my traditional doctor medical system was not helping me and they were not even willing to give me a full thyroid panel or blood work. She said every six months, we just simply check your TSH. So that's when I found you and I started uh, listening to different podcasts and I realized that you might be able to provide something different that I wasn't able to get. So that that was my journey. And here I am. Uh, you and I started working together in April. And by the time we had met in April, I had gained weight in, and I swore I was not going to be one of those total thyroidectomy patients that would gain weight. I was thought I was doing all the right things. I thought I was eating all the right food. I was walking every day and I still had gained weight and uh, just wasn't myself. So I was very intrigued about optimization and biohacking and I wanted to understand more. So I just kept uh, listening to your podcast and decided to give your team a call. So before the thyroidectomy, what were your symptoms? Did you have any that led to you going to, to a doctor to say, hey, what's going on? And then that's when they discovered issues with your thyroid. I had the normal, you know, I thought I was just getting older. I gained a little bit of weight and during COVID had gained some weight, but it was more my annual thyroid test, my TSH and the TSH level was not where it had been for 25 years. And I went to them and said, this number is much higher than it normally is. Oh, it's probably because you took biotin. Are you taking vitamins, biotin, no big deal. And they wouldn't even give me a checkup. And I kept insisting, I don't think this is right after 25 years. Why suddenly? And they wanted just to change my Synthroid levels. That's all they wanted to do. And luckily, I continued to advocate for myself. They did an ultrasound and they said, oh, gosh, look, you're right. There is something wrong. But that took six months to be able to get them to agree uh, to be able to talk to me. And so that's, that's how I found out something was going on. So the symptoms weren't horrible pre-thyroidectomy, but afterwards, that's when it just started cascading. How much weight in what period of time did you put on? Do you remember? Um, Probably uh, from January until April, I was steadily putting on two to three pounds every month. And I I thought I was eating really clean. And for me, I had been maintaining a pretty steady weight. And then suddenly I ate the same. I exercised the same. And no matter what I did, the weight started to creep on combined with the exhaustion and all of the other symptoms. And so I knew I was not going to be able to maintain my health. Um, I'm pretty active, but no matter what I did, because my thyroid had been removed, it was a whole new game. And they really were downplaying it that 
this is all of these symptoms I was having, waking up every morning with a headache had nothing to do with my thyroid. It's just, they even offered me to have, did I want um, Zoloft or did I want some type of other type of pill? Because maybe it's just in your mind. Of course. My gynecologist offered that. And I'm like, this is crazy talk. I had an organ removed from my body. It's not something wrong with my mind. There's physically something needs to be addressed. And so that's why I kept doing the research until I could find you. Yeah, you didn't have a Zoloft deficiency. I like how they they decide to, instead of replacing the hormones that your thyroid gland once made when the gland was in your body, we're just going to put on a Band-Aid drug that has nothing to do with your thyroid whatsoever, but here you go. I mean, it's just, it, it, it continually blows my mind and it shouldn't because I hear this all the time and I talk about it all the time about the Band-Aid medications, but- to hear you say it, it's just, I don't know, it's hitting me in a different way today because I'm i am just getting pissed off for you and for everyone that goes through this, that it's just so ridiculous. And I'm going to say it again, we're taking out the gland that produces T4 and T3. Then we're going to give you one of the hormones only, T4, and we're going to throw on an antidepressant. I mean, I know, why not give T3? Because that's what you just took out of that person. Oh, wait. And you took out the gland that converts T4 to T3. Now, yeah, you can convert some in your gut and your liver and peripheral tissues. But the main conversion gland is the thyroid. And we just took that out. I mean, it just it, it just blows my mind and it pisses me off at the same time. Right. And I asked her about T3 because I knew such small amount of information. At least I was watching podcasts about it. That's not necessary. That wouldn't help you at all. You don't need that. Look, your TSH level is this level. You're fine. And I said, I think I might be insulin resistance. I'm hearing about this in the podcast. That's nothing to do with your thyroid. I said, well, can I get a blood test? Can I, can I, I'm going to get a glucose monitor. I'd like to, I literally started pricking my finger every morning and taking my blood sugar And she really was against that. You don't have a blood sugar issue. This is nothing to do with that. And I couldn't understand why I was waking up with blood sugar of 110, 130. And she continued to say, nothing to do with your thyroid whatsoever. But I had not changed my food. The only thing that had changed was my thyroid was removed. And so what did she do? She doubled my T4. Oh my goodness. Yes. Okay. So on that note... Did you, do you remember when we first started working together, did you have an elevated reverse T3? I did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I that's did. what happens. That's what happens. So they just keep going up in your T4. And then yes. what, what was occurring with you, Sarah, was not, like I said earlier, we remove that main conversion gland. Now there's so many different things that come into play with converting T4 to T3. There's insulin resistance will play a role and that will push up reverse T3. If you're low ferritin, if you're estrogen dominant, so many different things that I've talked about before on the podcast, but, but for you, the, the gland that the main gland that converts T4 to T3 was gone. So now they give you this T4 and they give you more and they give you more and they give you more. All that T4 was doing was converting to reverse T3 and putting your body in survival mode. So there's no way that you could feel good. You weren't getting the active thyroid hormone T3. The reverse T3 was blocking any amount of T3 that might have been converted over, but it was very, very low. 
couldn't even get to the cell to do its job. I mean, you must have felt horrible. Well, I know you felt horrible. It did. And what was really worrisome for me is that I started having brain fog. And so when you're showing up at work and you're trying to do the very best that you can, and then suddenly you can't grasp names, you can't grasp common things that projects you've been working on. That's when I realized, no, this is for real. I have to do something different here because my medical system that I currently am paying lots of money to is not going to do it for me. And that's when I reached out because I knew that I could deal with being tired and losing my hair and not having libido and all the things that you do just on adrenaline. But for me, when I started not being able to perform to the high level that I need to perform, and I'm in education and my job's important, I help kids and I help our educational system. And if I can't do the best that I can, it's impacting kids. And so for me, that was enough was enough. And four months is a long time to not feel good. And so that's that's when I had to make a change. And I've even heard from patients before that they thought they were getting early Alzheimer's because the brain fog was so bad and they were grasping for names, like you said, that they really thought that they were starting to eke into an early dementia. And it's like, no, it's not that. T3 lights up your brain. T3 makes your brain fire on all cylinders. And I joke that when we optimize your thyroid, you can actually make more money. It's kind of it's kind of funny, but yet true at the same time, because you're more effective at your job. You get that promotion. You work harder. If you're an entrepreneur, your brain lights up and you think of all these different ideas that bring in a different stream of income, you know, whatever it is, you can make more money when you're optimized because your brain is on fire again and you're doing what you know that you're capable of doing. That is very true. I have some opportunities in my life right now that because I feel more like myself than I've felt like myself actually in 25 years. I feel like my young self. And so I can be much more proactive, looking ahead, futuristic, showing up better for my colleagues, my husband, my kids. But I feel like I have this renewed sense of useful energy that I haven't had in a really long time. And so that's made a big, a big difference for me. And it's probably not just the T3. It's I'm optimized with my hormones, my female hormones. I got my food in check, which I will love to talk to you about that. And then consistent exercise. Like I got up this morning at seven and did three miles just because I want to be able to maintain that level of um, feeling good. And I know that's part of it. So I'm going to piggyback off that for a second. I find it interesting that you can now even picture and imagine a better life. Like you have a great life right now. Mm -hmm. Things are improving. Oh my God, you're feeling better. You're feeling younger. And now you can actually future envision and Mm -hmm. manifest if we really want to go down that rabbit hole, but I won't, that's another podcast. Envision and manifest a whole new future for you that, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm kind of tapping into how a lot of people feel right now because I hear this all the time and I know how you feel. People that are, or when you were back, not optimized in your pain, in your sickness, you can't even imagine feeling good again. You can't, you can't imagine that vibrant, full, youthful life, active life, because you're so sick. You can't, you can't see your way out of that deep hole that you're in. Right. Right. No, I write, I write a, 
gratitude journal every night. I just write down three things I'm grateful for. And it's a five-year journal. So every year on the same day, you write what you're grateful for and you can see years and back to now, right? And so I went back and looked, what was I grateful for? What was I asking for, for help from January to April? And it was literally help me not feel so sick. Um, help me have more energy. Help me be able to be a, a, a good spouse, a good parent, be able to do my job. Like I was in, was literally in survival mode. And so now the things that I can be grateful for is like, I just gave a presentation on artificial intelligence in schools. I'm working on some projects around that, like really cutting edge things. There is no way between January and April, I would have had space in my mind that I could be out doing big presentations on this topic if it wasn't for the fact that I was able to get my health because everything's all good until your health isn't. And then that is hundred percent of your focus. So when I would every day, I'd spend, you know, lots of time listening to podcasts. Now I don't have to listen to podcasts to optimize my thyroid and my hormones. So I've been able to take that time and now spend it on other areas of my life, which is improving that because this was my job. My job was to figure out how I could feel better. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have to worry about that and it's all dialed in and it's not perfect. I have areas to get better in like all of us do, but I could shift that energy to somewhere else. And I think that's what the difference was. I literally got chills all through my body when you were saying that, because that's so powerful, so powerful and so true. So true. I mean, when we are consumed, when you are consumed with your health. And again, I remember that. I mean, even though it was a long time ago that I went through the misdiagnoses, I remember being consumed. And that is literally all you can think about, all you can research, all that's, that's all you can do. Right. And it's just so freeing to not have to be mentally consumed with that. You can literally go through life. And like you said, work on other things, focus on other, read a book instead of listening to a health podcast, right? Or work right. on a presentation. Right. I love that. I just Thank love you. that. Mm, so good. Okay. So now we can kind of transition into you start the journey. And mm-hmm. in the beginning, when we start working together, you know, we're we're doing all the testing, we're optimizing your thyroid, we're optimizing your hormones. Obviously, we got you on T3, we got you on hormones, bioidentical hormone replacement therapy. So in the in the beginning, before we had you track your food, which hang on to your pants, we'll get to that topic in a second. So in that in that beginning stage, I think it was maybe what two months, three months before you started tracking. What progress did you make? You did make some progress because you were sending me pictures of you and your husband going on trips and like dancing and stuff. So what kind of progress did you make in the beginning? Good. I was, I was definitely making progress. I was enjoying being able to follow the program and understand what it was. I was losing weight just a little bit here and there, nothing massive, you know, a little half pound here, half pound there, but I could slowly start to feel myself come back. And And I would say the progress that I made was I had to trust the process. And I remember I would go go to my medical professional and say, hey, I'm working with this person. I'm working in this area. She would say, uh, you're going to get cancer. Uh, This is if you change your T4, you're going to have thyroid cancer. And you were putting your life at risk by doing this. And I remember texting you being afraid of the process. 
And yep. I was really, are you, are you sure you're like, I trust me, you got this, but boy, that was a difficult decision for me to realize I have one, one person saying this, a different person saying this, I trusted the things that you were saying were true. And I, you kept saying patience grasshopper. And I kept watching your videos. And so part of the progress was not only feeling better, but part of the progress was having to trust the process. And I think for me also having to understand, you have to go all in. Um, I had to be able to do the program. I had this app that I would look at and it would have meals and it would have tracking. And so uh, that was part of my progress was making sure that I was regularly taking the supplements when I needed to. So I was um, doing a little bit of weight loss. I kept thinking, man, I feel like I should be losing more weight. I don't understand why I'm not losing more weight, but I did get energy back. I started having libido again, which, you know, my husband was very happy about. And I started being able to feel more like uh, myself. And I could tell at, at work, I was starting to be more precise with my words, uh, which was was one thing I was really looking for. Yeah. So I, I remember that time, that whole time when you were progressing. But then there was that weight loss piece. Like you said, you noticed a change in the beginning. There was some weight loss. Cool. Good. But then we decided, you know what, why don't you really start tracking your food? And I'm a huge proponent of this. My patients have heard this. My audience has heard this before. I don't think we can say it enough. It is completely and totally eye-opening when you track what goes into your mouth. And I mean, track it after you put something in, not at the end of the day, not thinking about what you ate that day, immediately after. Because I got to tell you, even before we went on this podcast and even before we started recording, I'm downstairs and I found this, it's Catalina Crunch. It's like a it, supposedly keto. It's a snack mix. It's kind of like a Chex mix, right? So I got it out because I got people coming over for the football games today. And I took a couple handfuls and mm -hmm. put it in my mouth and then came up here with my protein shake. Mm -hmm. Now, if I was tracking and I got to the end of the day, I would never write that down. It would just be an afterthought. It was just it was just grabbing and putting in your mouth and moving on. You don't think about it. If I was tracking, I would write that immediately down and and track it. And I got to tell you, I have tracked myself before. Mm -hmm. And it's I mean, when I say eye opening, I mean, mentally, I was off by around a thousand calories. Probably I was off by at least 50 to 100 grams of carbs. And I was always lower in my protein on paper than what was in my brain. Yeah, we started having you track. And what did we go ahead with that story? I'm not even going to tell any of it. You get to tell oh, it. Yes. Well, I really thought I knew better. And I kept convincing you and swearing to you every month when we would have our conversation. Oh, I'm such a clean eater. I'm eating fruit at breakfast. I'm having fruit at lunch. I'm just eating very, I don't do gluten. Trust me, I've got this. I'm so good. And you kept saying mm, something's, I think, I think it would be good for you to track. And I, and I did not for the first three months that we were together, but I wasn't happy with the results that I was getting. So when you said, no, I really think you should track. And so I would write down and I had a little food journal and I'd write down what I did. And then I would, you know, every couple of days I'd go and I'd put it in, or sometimes I would do it live while I was eating. And so after the month, I was so proud to have this conversation with you. And I said, 
aren't you so excited? And you started off by saying, well, do you want me to yell at you at the beginning or do you want me to wait a little bit to yell at you? And I thought, I have no idea what you are even talking about. I was so proud of how clean I had been eating, I thought. Um, and you said, let's start with day one. And we opened that. Let's look at day two. You're like, you're having strawberries for breakfast and you're putting a banana in your protein shake. Oh, and you're having grapes at lunch. Oh, and you follow that up with a great orange at dinner. You're like, do you understand all of this fruit that you are eating? Breakfast, lunch, snack, dinner, day after day after day what that is doing to you and to your insulin levels. It is no wonder, I can't believe you haven't gained weight. And I, my mind was blown because I was not eating cookies, things out of a box. I was not eating gluten. I was doing um, dairy-free yogurt. I did not realize by eating healthy fruit three times a day, what that was doing to my journey and why I was getting headaches and why my insulin resistant. Um, so it was a pretty amazing thing after I started tracking just one month, how much weight I lost between then and now. Yeah. That's crazy. It is crazy. I mean, I was even a little bit blown away at seeing your food and seeing it totaled out and just going, wait a minute. She's, she thinks she's eating low carbs. So the fat's high, but the carbs are high too, because the sugars are high because of all the fruit. And I always say this, on my podcast, to my patients, yes, fruit is good for you. It has antioxidants in it. No one is disputing that. But your body, when you are in a metabolically chaotic state, when you're in that insulin resistance, when your metabolism is low because your thyroid is low, it just can't handle that amount of sugar. And your body isn't stepping back and going, you know, since Sarah's eating some antioxidants, we're going to give her a break. We're not going to release as much insulin or we're not going to spike her glucose today because she's eating fruit. Good job, Sarah. No, right. your body looks at fructose as an O-S-E and it breaks it down because it's an, an O-S and O-S is our sugars, glucose, fructose, lactose. Those are sugars and your body knows what to do with those O-S's. It calls on the pancreas. Let's secrete some insulin because here goes the blood glucose. It's going up. We need the insulin to push it down. And it's very easy to get into that insulin resistant state, especially when combined with hypothyroidism. So very interesting to see your food written out. And that resulted in a dramatic change. And that got you to where you are now. So total weight loss from the start of your journey to now, and then total weight loss during that time of tracking and changing what we saw? Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you for asking that question. So once I started on the T3 and started on all of the other thyroid fixer and the other supplements, I would lose a little half pound here, half pound there. So I lost four pounds total over the first three months. But once I tracked, I lost nine more pounds. And Quickly. so- yeah, like quickly. Yes, I, yeah, very quickly. I mean, quickly. And it was pretty shocking. So I've lost 14 pounds. I weigh the same that I weigh now that I weighed in high school. I haven't weighed this weight for many years, probably, I don't know, 20 years. I mean, really, once I had my, you know, half of my thyroid removed 25 years ago, I haven't weighed this weight since then. Mm -hmm. And so it's just a testament, I think, to two things. Number one, being optimized 
with your thyroid medicine. Secondly, making sure my all of my hormones are really working together. And then thirdly, tracking open my eyes to what I thought my body knew. But if I knew better, I wouldn't be sitting here with you. I wouldn't, I don't know better. You do the best you can with the information that you have. Um, the medical system that I have, which is very traditional, did not have the resources to support me the way that I needed to be supported. And that's why I had to take control of my own journey uh, by working with you to understand it. And now I don't have to spend all of this energy and effort on that. Now I can spend energy and effort on other areas. So for me, I feel so much better. Like I went and did um, the rock and roll half marathon um, because I had so I could go 13.1 miles because now I feel better and my body weighs less and my body is uh, more, more optimized the way it should be, how it used to be. And I think progress is motivating too. When you actually start to get rewarded for your efforts, which you weren't before you were, like you said, you were eating clean, you were exercising, doing all those things. You weren't getting rewarded for that. You were just spinning your wheels. And then you kind of go into the, where I call it screw it syndrome. You slip into that. Well, you know, screw this. I'm doing everything right. And I'm not losing weight. In fact, I'm gaining. So why not just eat the pizza? I mean, come on. It doesn't matter whether I eat chicken and fruit or pizza. But now that you see progress, now it's motivating you to do more. Like you said, you got up and and worked out this morning because that progress fuels you. Right, right. And the beautiful thing is that now I'm just on, I'm able to just maintain. So if if I do say when I have one glass of wine, it's a choice that I make but it's not going to bury me and have everything go fall apart. Right. Because it, it's just one, one short decision at one meal, as opposed to weeks and weeks or months and months of not being rewarded for the effort. And that's where I felt like I was in a landslide um, from January to April after my thyroid was taken out, no matter what I did, I was just getting buried in the sickness, being heavy, the mind fog And then once I was able to start to get optimized and start climbing out, I'm not climbing out anymore. I'm out and I'm able to have this life that I deserve to have, but I would not have been able to get there if I hadn't, you know, understood all of these different pieces. And it's part of my responsibility to understand it. So now hopefully for many, many years ahead, I can just stay right where I am. I did not think I'll tell you, you know, when you and I first met, I couldn't even fathom I could sit here, you know, five months later and be able to talk to you about this. Uh, when I looked at my report that you originally provided, it was, oh, she's got this, 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 I mean, all kinds of things. And that, that was a hard place to be at the beginning, for sure. So I think for someone who is just starting this journey, uh, my advice would be that they um, be patient, get, just trust the process. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I was going to Barbara Walters you and ask right. you that very question, but you answered it already. Of um, what would you what would you tell yeah. you five months ago starting this? Yeah, I think part of it was a grieving process too, because I remember when you and I met and you said, I really think you need bedroom fixer, thyroid fixer, blood sugar fixer, estrogen, uh, the hormone fixer. And then all of these um, supplements came. I looked at it and thought, I can't do it. I don't know. Overwhelm. Overwhelm. I was like, I I don't don't even know what day. I don't even know what time I'm supposed to do this. 
how, how this is not the life I want. I don't want to have to do this. I don't want to have to type things in this, this little app. I don't want to have to do these monthly phone calls in, in for me. Um, I can imagine other people probably have a similar reaction and you have to grieve and get, for me, I had to get over that. Once I got over it and said, what I was doing isn't working. And so if I want a different result, I have to do something different. So just go all in, promise July 1st, I go 90 days, a 4th of July was my date. I said, I'm going to get to 4th of July. I'm going to, that's my independence day. And after 90 days, if this doesn't work, then I'm going to make a different decision, but just do this for 90 days to independence day. And that was my marker. And thank goodness that I I hung in there for the first 90 days. And then I saw the change. And um, I also got, um, this sounds crazy, like an old lady, but I went on Amazon and bought little pill, pill Mm -hmm. containers for the seven days of the week. And it had AM, mid-morning, afternoon, and dinner. And I had all my supplements and I had them in the containers. So I knew, and I had a little alarm at 2.15, that's T3 time. When when it goes off on my watch, I do my T3 and I don't eat an hour before or after. But once you get your rhythm, then it all makes sense. And so my best advice that I wish I could have given to myself at the beginning was hang in there. It's going to be okay. Follow the plan. It's worth it. You're worth it you know, the investment is worth it. Um, it, it's money that I had to pay out of my pocket. I pay out of pocket for supplements and and to do the work with you, but I would have given any amount of money to not feel the way that I felt the first four months. So for me, that was the, uh, really helpful. And for me, uh, I really did watch the videos. Yeah. That is helpful because you do have to have patience. And even in the beginning, when we look at your progress, Hey, four pounds in a couple of months, not bad because you were gaining before. So at least we stopped the gain. And now we knew that your metabolism was getting stoked. It was coming back up again. We were, we were starting the fire. The fire was burning. You were burning fat, but just not at the rate that you could be or could have been until we dialed in the food, until we had you track, until we saw the little places that we can make small changes and, and they really are small. I mean, I I would say it's very rare that I get someone who comes to me and they're eating, you know, donuts and pizza and fast food. Most of the time, my patients come to me like you did. They've tried it all. They really have tried to streamline their eating and even streamline their supplements. You know, I'm not a fan of a lot of supplements. So when I get someone that comes in and they're on 25 different ones, let's pull out what you don't need. Let's add in what you absolutely need. That'll make it easier. I love the idea of the the pill box. Maybe somebody needs to invent like a super cool, badass, not for old people pillbox and and sell that. Right. So you feel like, I don't know, you feel just better about it, but it's, it's organization. I mean, whatever works and, and setting the alarm hundred percent, that will become second nature to you. Eventually you won't need the alarm. All of this will, will work together to progress you even further. And I think in the beginning, you know, you were winning, Mm -hmm. but not, not winning as much as you could be until you really dialed it in. Right. And then the tracking, you don't have to do that forever. Right. For me, it was really a period of time for you to look at it and me to look at it and talk through it and say, oh, so now 
I do have uh, like I'll throw three blackberries in with my morning. I do uh, I do do the protein uh, shake every single morning, but I mix it in with yogurt. And that is like my morning chocolate pudding. And it's the best thing ever. And as a matter of fact, um, my husband and I went to another state, did a whole music festival last weekend. I literally brought my protein powder with me and stopped at a store on the way in and grabbed some yogurt. And I made that every morning before I went out to the music festival, because to me, that was my baseline, good nutrition and protein that I needed. Mm -hmm. So then when I was out having fun, I wasn't I just felt filled. I felt fulfilled with some good, good nutrition. Yeah. And you weren't crashing, crashing with your energy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That is amazing. Well, Sarah, thank you for sharing the entire journey from start to finish. And I mean, you're still on it. You're still going to progress and notice more changes as we move along. But the changes you've experienced have been literally life-changing. So again, I thank you for what I said in the beginning, sharing your story, giving people hope, giving people those little nuggets that they can even implement on their own, you know, track your food, see what's going on, you know, think about breaking outside of the conventional medicine box, especially if you've had a thyroidectomy or partial thyroidectomy, T4 only, not going to work. You can keep spinning your wheels, but not going to work, not going to work. So yes. Yeah. Can I share one other thing? Oh, um, yeah, absolutely. What, what I thought was really ironic was I just went in for my regular uh, blood checkup that did have a thyroid panel with my regular doctor. And the doctor sent me an email last week and said, great job, whatever work you're doing with the other team, just keep doing that. You're no risk of getting thyroid cancer now. Keep up the good work. And I thought, Yay. Awesome. I was very glad to get the message from her, but I thought if only she would have just worked with me from the beginning, we could all be on the same team Mm -hmm. as opposed to, Hey, way to go with the team over here. Just keep working with them. And um, I hope we can get to a place in, in society, in our world where conventional medicine and this type of work that we do here can be in partnership And so I would really encourage people to be advocates for themselves, that once you find out that you do need T3 or you need testosterone or you need progesterone or whatever it is specifically for you that you need, try to work and see if there is a possibility that you can work with your traditional practitioner and that they can help on that journey versus having it be adversarial. I'm not there yet. I'd like to be able to to think that we could it could all be together and then I'm not paying as much out of pocket here versus there. So I'm hoping for that. And the other area I do need to work on is lifting heavy stuff. I know you just talk about that a lot. And I look forward to me to being the next part of the journey. And so I um I would encourage people not to put pressure on yourself to do everything all at one time. That when you watch the videos and the classes and hear the podcast. And there's all of these things you're supposed to do. It's okay to start with one thing and get that under your, get good with that. And then add the next thing, because I was stressing myself out trying to do everything perfect all at the same time. Very well said. Very well said. Do you have a hat yet? I do not. Oh, I might need one of those. I'm going to send you this LHS hat so you can see it every day. And then that will inspire you to go. LHS. I love it. <laughs> yeah, nice. Love it. 
We'll do it. We'll do it. Well, thank you, Sarah. Thank you again for your time. The audience, thank you for sharing as well, because I know many resonated with your story. So I appreciate it very much, very much. Great. Thank you, Dr. Amy. I really uh, appreciate you and the work of your team. You make, you make a real difference in people's lives and I appreciate you. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you loved it. And as always, if you would be so kind to leave a review, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, that would be absolutely amazing. I read all of them. Also, anything that you hear on this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat any kind of medical condition. So we always recommend that you check with your medical provider, your doctor, your nurse practitioner before implementing anything that you hear on this podcast. And if you want to find out more about working together, you can click the link below in the show notes to book a discovery call. And there you'll be talking to a member of my team. They are an extension of me. They are amazing. And you and I will talk after that once we get you all signed up and you and I get to work together. All right. I hope to see you soon.